Hi, it's Sky here, founder and creative director of the Manson Podcasting Network. Just popping in with a small note, if you want early exclusive access to new episodes of Daily Routines, become a paid subscriber to our newsletter at companyonsundays.substack.com and receive a fresh episode via email each Sunday at 6am. My name is Sally Branson. I'm sitting in the Gold Coast in my office. The sun is pouring in. My husband has taken our eldest child to school and is having the morning with our youngest child so I can do some work. That's an email pinging in. I've got my coffee with me with a little bit of uh, mushroom tonic. I dream of routines. I look up routines on Instagram. I look it up on Pinterest. I follow influencers who have really great routines and I long for them and I worry what my life is like if I don't have a routine. But at 44, with three businesses in our family, a four-year-old, a five-year-old, and an 80-year-old mum living around the corner who was part of our household. A daily routine for me looks more like a weekly routine. What do I need to get done in a week? So let me tell you a little bit about me. Here I am, as I said, in the Gold Coast. Let's be honest, I'm still in my pajamas. But I've already had a reasonably big morning and I've got a meeting in an hour, so I'm sure I'll have a shower before then. Um, I'm not in the newborn phase, but sometimes it does take me a little bit to have a shower during the day. And sometimes I get to the end of the day and think, oh my goodness, have I had a shower today? So for all of you hygiene freaks, please don't be repulsed. I do have a shower every day. It just may not be first thing. Routines to me, as I said, I love and I long for and I really have in the past got myself deep in a worry and a concern that my routines aren't good enough. But now I've come to the conclusion that it's really important to be cognizant of the season of the life that you're in. As I said, our boys are still little, our mornings, we're still in that stage where our focus is our home being the school of love. And let me talk about the school of love for a little bit. This is a saying that I came across when I had a newborn and it resonated so deeply with me that our home is a school of love. Our home is where our children learn what love looks like, what active love is, what active love does, and where they feel loved and safe. Combine that with my husband's motto that everything we do everything with ease, everything can be done with ease. And that really forms the ethos for our family movement of a morning and in our routines. So for us, it's really important still to have soft mornings. So cuddles on the couch if we need to have cuddles or we're still in the cuddles in bed stage. So it's important, particularly as new mums or even mums with little kids and not school age kids that we get so caught up in being everything and doing everything and having everything mapped out and having everything scheduled. So when something happens and something unexpected happens, 
that perhaps that we feel really tense that we're bound by a framework and if we're not getting it done we won't have an awesome day and I relate that a bit to my crisis business I say that if you have a crisis if you've got a plan in place you can handle it better because you've got a bedrock and it's a bit the same as routines if you've got general routines in your day you can handle things a bit better. But if you are so adhered to a plan and so adhered to a routine, that that can add another layer of stress. And as I said, we're all about doing things with ease. So let me tell you about my morning. So I started my day this morning my husband got up and went for a swim in the ocean at the end of our street we're very lucky where we live we have water about 80 meters away from us so he went and had a swim and I got up and I went downstairs I set my timer for five minutes and I sat in silence for five minutes now that could be the only five minutes of silence I get until I go back to bed it's a really easy thing to do just sitting in silence for five minutes and five minutes isn't a long time and then I try and meditate. I'll step back and say that I have been a meditator since I was about 15. I find, found throughout my life meditation has been an anchor and somewhere to ground myself. And I can go for weeks without meditating, but as soon as I feel a bit off or I feel that I need to be anchored or grounded in some sort of solid practice, I go back to a meditation. Now, like many things, I think that meditation has got a bit of a bad reputation for being arduous or hard and just one other thing to add to the routine. But I want to fully support meditation being a very easy thing that you can do. I think we get caught up in thinking we have to sit for 20 minutes or 25 minutes in silence with a little yoga pose and chanting to have a good fruitful meditation. But for me, that's not the case. And it's not just that I've been doing it for a long time. It's that I found what works for me. And what works for me is a guided meditation now you might be able to tell by the way that I speak I speak quite quickly and I'm moving my hands while I'm speaking that my brain moves really quickly in front of me I've got maybe 45 tabs open please don't vomit at that or feel sick about that for people who that triggers but I have got tabs for the sweet set I've got tabs for clients I've got tabs for crisis I've got our diary open and so for me, a guided meditation works and that's the only way I can really meditate. So I found a great app called Insight Timer and it's free and so I would encourage anyone interested in meditation to have a look at that. But today I wanted to do a longer one and I knew that the boys would sleep longer because I was up earlier. So I did a 20 minute meditation from a woman called Sarah Blondin who is just the most for me, the most helpful, calming, articulate, beautiful woman. She's also a mum. So I try and do, and look, sometimes I light a candle, sometimes I don't light a candle. Let's just see. If I think I've got a short amount of time, I just get straight into it and get it done. But this, let me say again, isn't every day of my life. This is when it works for me or when I really feel that I need to do that. I then try and do a 10 to 20 minute stretch um, but sometimes it's only five minutes. And look, my four-year-old has supersonic hearing. So often as soon as I move my doona to get up, he is straight there with me needing some mum time. So on a good morning where I've done my five-minute silence, I've done my five, 10, 15-minute meditation. And as I said, I find a five-minute just as effective if it's the right meditation. 
then I try and do a stretch. I've got a little thing called Pilates Mini. I love Pilates, but a Pilates timetable does not fit into my life. So I've got this great thing called Pilates Mini, and it's like the Pilates pulleys, um, but you can put it on a door and you can do your legs and your arms and core exercises at home. So it's pretty extraordinary. It's started by um, a female mum entrepreneur. So I love supporting um, female mum entrepreneurs. And so that's what I do. And when I've done that, they do say win the morning, win the day. And when I think you hear people say win the morning, win the day, the image that comes to my head is, you know, like an Olympian doing some amazing exercise class, jumping up on a box or something or F45. Um, and for me, that's not how I can win the morning, win the day. For me, it's just taking that quiet reflection time and for a long time as well as meditating, I have found it useful to write. Not, I wouldn't say journal because it's not sort of stream of consciousness stuff. It is just writing. So again, this is something that I come and go with as a practice. So I don't do it every day. I haven't done it today. I did it once last week and maybe then I had two months off. But then four months before that, I was doing it every day. And sometimes if I'm feeling a bit bogged down, um, it works better for me and I have to make it a daily practice and I find some time in my day. So um, of a morning, I don't go through my to-do list. I do that when I'm at my desk. And my, let's be honest, my to-do list sort of sits in my brain anyway. But what I do, what really I found helpful over the years is either write down my gratitude and my love list. So um, things that I'm grateful for. What I used to do is write this in an email. First, I wrote it in a journal. When I lived in Hay, I had a journal. I've still got them. I just a blank book. And every day I would write down five constant blessings. I write down those. And then I write down five new um, things to be grateful for each day. They might be today I've got something exciting on. Or today I'm having a coffee with someone. Or today I'm doing something else. So um, I used to email them I, I, during the past sort of two, 20 years I've had three different friends who we've gone through periods where every morning I would email at least to a friend and they would email me theirs back and that was about being accountable I found that really helpful to get into that practice but it's really quick all of these things are really quick none of them are arduous and they're just things that I have done that have really helped when I've needed some extra help um, so by the time I've done my, you know, five minutes movement or 10 minutes movement with my Pilates mini, one or two children are up. And for me, um, I like that morning time to be with ease. And I know that some people save pancakes and French toast for every day, but, um, I have got it down to a really fine art. Uh, I make pancakes or French toast every morning because I know that my boys are getting protein in the eggs and I can add a lot of secret little ingredients that they don't realise that are in there and seeds and nuts and ground almond meal. So I know that they're getting something good that isn't just um, empty carbs really to fill their little tummies before they go. So I make that for them. I've got a really fast routine Um and I know that as we're growing into the next stage, I know it will be time to change those routines up. Um, and I keep thinking, God, I long to change. I long to be organized. But this isn't the season that we're in at the moment. We still need that ease and those cuddles and the sitting on the couch and having cuddles and the, you know, getting kids dressed in school uniform things. My mum's recently moved into a retirement village, which is just around the corner from our house. So that has changed what our routine looks like because really, although we're living in two households, we're acting like one home because um, 
we have dinner with mum. Um, the boys like to go and see her after school or um, Magnus particularly likes to see her after school. It's also quite a bonus. For example, last night my husband was working late and we went to the retirement village pool and spa for a bit of a heated pool action before we had a roast at Nana's and a bath and got in our jammies at Nana's and then drove around the corner and went to bed. So that changes um, our routine as well. And that's another factor to consider when I'm thinking about how to plan a day or a week. I like to make sure that mum's got her medicine or her, um, her milk and her bread. And I like one of us, either Jonathan or I, to drop over a coffee to her at some stage every day. So that um, is a beautiful new thing that we're exploring in our family. But having moved to an entire new community, knowing no one, having no friends, no, no kinder mums, no mothers groups means that in the week we factor in our growing our community. So that means that one day I might, one morning after drop off, if I'm doing drop off, I might have a coffee with some school mums or I might go and do something else before I come back and work or if I've got Fenton, we might have plays. So that changes our routine as well. Again, it's a growing season and we're both in a growing season of our business because I'm really coming back into crisis work after being after having young babies. And so our day is really dictated by what our work looks like that week so if I've got a big client it means that Jonathan might not work as much and he will be the primary caregiver of Fenton. Fenton only goes to daycare um, one or two days a week so our day looks really different so if I haven't got any client work on or I've only got a little bit of client work on I will be the primary caretaker. We really try to divide household by 50-50 in our house and I'm a feminist but I, because I believe in equality and um, I should never think I'm really lucky to have a husband who does the dishes or does the washing or hangs out the washing or folds the washing. That's not luck. That is our partnership and we both work in different ways and so we should both be able to support that domestic household as well. So as I said, we've both got businesses that change day to day. So our days change by the week. The one thing that we can do to manage that is on a Sunday, we do our calendar check-in. So we go through what's on the week, what shifts Jonathan's got, what private coaching he's got, what you know amazing cricket things he's got and then I go through what my non-negotiables are. So for day, today, I've got a client meeting at nine o'clock and then I have another meeting at 10 o'clock and then I have to do some mumming and some preparing because then on Wednesday I've got some work time and Jonathan's got some work time but then on Thursday I'm going to drive to Sydney um, and I'm going to do a baby expo. I'm going to do some media on Thursday night. I'm going to do the drum. I often go on as a panellist to talk about current affairs on different current affairs programs. So I'm going to do the drum. And then on Friday morning, I'm going to do sunrise for a little sunrise promo for my sweet set business. And then on Friday, I'm bumping into a baby expo. Saturday and Sunday, baby expo. 
And then on Monday, I'm driving to Newcastle to have a client meeting. And then I'm driving from there to home and then the week will start for us again. So for us, it's really important to have a few grounding things and a few things that we do all the time. But it's really hard to adhere to a set routine because our businesses are so fluid and so moving. We both try and fit in exercise. Jonathan exercises for a living, let's be honest. And I try and fit in exercise when I can and when I'm able to and when I have that that time to exercise. So that's, um, I suppose, that mum thing. I'd like to exercise more. But one thing I do do when I'm home on a Monday morning is I ocean swim. So when we're deciding to move to Queensland, I read Julia Baird's Phosphorescence and I was like, I just want to learn how to ocean swim. Now, I come from a tiny little landlocked town. I can swim in a channel, I can swim in a creek, I can swim in a dam, I can swim in a, in a pool, but I don't know how to ocean swim. So my thing that I do is on a Monday morning, I drive about half an hour away and I do ocean swimming lessons. Now that is the most extraordinary way to start the day and that is my thing that I do in a week that I love and that we just make happen because it's good for my mental health and it's good for my physical health and also from a safety perspective living on the beach with two kids it's good to be able to swim in the ocean. I do get distracted too much by Instagram so we have to have little rules in our house like no phone in the bedroom because otherwise I go to bed and I scroll and then I feel frustrated and I think about all the time I've wasted scrolling and then looking at things on Pinterest or filling up a shopping cart of things that I'm never going to buy. So we need to have rules. We fail on those rules just like sometimes we fail on our daily routines but we're only human. Any routine we have in our life and in our family is around ways to bring more joy and focus on what we love. So sitting on the couch having a coffee with a four-year-old cuddling and a five-year-old laying at the end of my leg is for me really important and I want to be able to do that in a really flowing way and without any cre creating any time stress or time pressure. I am guilty of becoming overwhelmed and getting overwhelmed by my massive to-do list. I'm about to take on a new board chairmanship, which is around changing the conversation in our country around how women, female, found, women founders, female founders, women-led businesses receive venture capital and venture funding. So I actually do a lot of volunteer work during my week, my week on boards. Um, I informally mentor a few people. So that takes that time in of our growing season as well. And Sky, I suppose that's where I am. I think that routines are great. I feel really good when I've done a good morning routine like I have today. But if I don't do a morning routine like I have today and I sit on the couch with my coffee with having cuddles, that's another sort of routine and that's okay as well. You can find Sally Branson's Creative Pursuits at The Sweet Set, S-U-I-T-E on Instagram, or you can find her professionally for her crisis management services at sallybransonconsulting.com. Pretty impressive woman, isn't she? 
I'm so glad our paths have crossed. To receive exclusive early dispatches of daily routines, become a paid subscriber to our Sunday newsletter at companyonsundays.substack.com. You should do it because it's a total bargain, $49 a year or $5 a month. There'll be a link to access the newsletter sign up in the show notes as well, but you can also find it via at Manson Podcasting on Instagram or mansonpodcasting.com. Thank you for listening and remember, if you're loving these special insights into the lives of women, share the love and tell your friends. I'm Sky Manson, founder and creative director of the Manson Podcasting Network.